there appears to be a new policy within all branches of the government, a recent change from an old policy. In the words of Ronald Reagan we do not negotiate with terrorists. I look back at my life and remember the change that happened with 9 to 11. We went from a fairly peaceful existence to invading foreign countries on rumors and lies. The federal government buckled at the threats made by Wall Street to pay out extortion money with the economy being held at ransom. We invaded other countries. We came. We saw. He died. Michael Hastings was murdered by the CIA. Whistleblowers had to seek freedom in Russia of all places, for revealing the federal government was violating the Constitution. Then came BLM and their henchmen, Antifa. It was clear from the first day the Floyd video was released that there was no way Chauvin was going to receive a fair trial. I, like others, played along with the media's game and thought the man was guilty based on edited video and a repeating narrative for nine minutes. Six months later when the full video was released, I lost all faith in the media. To be clear, I studied law enforcement in high school and college. I also studied martial arts for a better part of a decade, including, Aikido, Taekwondo, Western Boxing, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu, and Judo. While studying Aikido there were two sheriff's deputies who taught the class a restraint used by their department. This hold was added to the Aikido curriculum and named the Weaver Lock after the student who introduced it to the school. This hold wasn't just a knee on the shoulder, but one on the shoulder, the other on the ribcage with the arm back between the thighs. In this position the officer can hold the suspect on the ground and while in control pull his weapon if another threat appeared. There are other things to consider. When someone is moving 200 pounds under you it can throw you off balance. Throw in a crowd around you and things will shift around. Everything that could go wrong with the trial has gone wrong. The judge decided to not move the trial to a different location. Riots erupted during the trial over another police-involved shooting. A witness had a decapitated pig's head left on the porch of their previous home along with blood thrown on the entryway. The jury was threatened by Congresswoman Maxine Waters if Chauvin was not found guilty of first-degree murder, a charge he was not given. President Biden said that he hoped for the right verdict. The prosecution presented new evidence that was not given to the defense before the trial. Pictures were taken of the jury during the trial and the judge told the women to delete the photos and moved on. BLM threatened to burn the city down if Chauvin was found not guilty, before the trial started. After all the threats and screw-ups the trial went on looking good for Chauvin. A witness for the state said that he could have used a taser when he arrived to the Floyd scene but Chauvin chose to use less force. Floyd had enough drugs in his system to kill a small horse, throw in a heart condition and you have a lethal combination. Chauvin was trained to restrain a person on the ground and did it at Floyd's request. Floyd's drug dealer refused to testify because he would be admitting guilt to selling Floyd the drugs that killed him. The list of evidence goes on but the trial at the end was just for show. The real trial that happened was through the media and intimidation. Derek Chauvin, a police officer who followed procedure and did as he was told, was sacrificed by the jury to the mob. Now there is the chance for Chauvin's attorneys to have an appeal and have the conviction overturned. There were three times the judge should have called a mistrial but refused. The list of appeals grew over two weeks and when the guilty verdict came down the clock started ticking for Chauvin to be released from the shit show that the country had been put through. In the 20 years since 9 to 11 there is one lesson that the country has learned, terrorism works. BLM has received everything they wanted in the last 12 months through violence and threats of violence. Police departments have been disbanded, defunded, police officers have been doxxed, and hundreds of millions of dollars donated to BLM. As I write this, Patriot's Colors owns four six-figure houses and a $1.4 million mansion. These days, terrorism pays. We can look back and remember Carlos the Jackal, maybe the first terrorist to profit from his trade. 
Bin Laden made billions playing both sides between Russia and the US. Now we have BLM who have sided with a political party and is now taking control of the courts through intimidation. We have seen this before and they were called the Mafia. This group is organized with central leadership and defensive cells of agitators called Antifa. They receive corporate funding in the form of bribes but it doesn't mean that your business is safe from being looted or torched. We have crossed a line in this country and now we charge forward without looking back. We negotiate with terrorists now in a hope that they won't hurt us. We hand over our institutions, our politicians, companies, and money in a hope that it will disappear or leave us alone. All the while we empower this monster and make it more powerful so that inevitably it will take over every aspect of our society. They bring back their own version of Jim Crow. Segregation has returned for the safety of others. Racism is encouraged for the sake of equity, not that any of these people have ever read a dictionary to know what it means. What this group wants is a caliphate of social justice. Now that the cops are the enemy of the people, the courts are under the control of BLM, and corporations dictate their policies to satisfy BLM, where do we go from here? What is the next step? When do we fight back or do we just keep cowering in the shadows hoping the spotlight never hits us? When do we watch the constitution disappear and we enter into a world that we have never seen before? One without laws but ever-changing rules that no one can keep up with except the people in charge. An ever-changing language. An ever-changing country that nobody will recognize soon. The foundation of our society is crumbling and soon the whole building will come crashing down around us.